You're listening to the American Window Cleaning Magazine podcast. We're going to be talking with Jersey Josh today. Interesting topic, trade associations. Are they needed in our industry or could they just go by the wayside? Josh, thanks for being on board with us. For sure. As always, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So um, trade associations, you know, um, it's interesting because there's been some resurgence and I want to just preface this. I I do have um, some relationships with trade organizations, obviously on our safety side. I'm the safety director for the PWNA and um, I work closely with the IWCA. So I'll, I'll preface that right up front. But um, kind of knowing a little bit about the two organizations, um, there, there seems to be a resurgence in these orgs, uh, both of them. I know for both those orgs where people are like coming into them, they're, they're, they're um, happy to be members again, happy to have the, the association. Um, and, you know, you guys know too from the, the huge convention, that's more of a convention though, not an association, right? Um, right. Why do you think... Why do you think people are coming back around to trade associations? Yeah. Well, look at like how they started. I mean, if you remember, you remember Gary's email. Um, I don't even remember really what it was. It was like before forum, the email there, and there was the associations. And you could learn in the associations if you didn't learn from the email group. That was it. That was like the content that existed. And then from there, you had Facebook groups, and then you had uh, websites and forums and all this other stuff come out. And then those kind of died down because it diluted kind of where everybody was getting their info. And I almost feel like a lot of that was kind of where the, the organizations the, the themselves kind of started going down. As like, people, I don't need to pay to be part of a, uh, an organization if I can get the same information for free. And that's kind of, I think, where everything started kind of going down. But um, I think there's definitely a place for them in in the industry. Yeah, I was gonna, that's going to be my next question. I mean, with all the Facebook boards and the groups and all this stuff, do we even need trade associations? Yeah, well, that's uh, that is, I guess, you know, an individual uh, basis. There's a lot of those out there, but if you remember, too, at a certain time, and again, I'm not I'm not naming names for groups, but there was a time where I want to say there may have been 10 associations at one time and it was every day there was a new association and the abbreviations got longer and there was more things covered and they tried to, and it got so that the people who were running the organizations were almost corrupted. Not all of them, but there was some of them that had gotten corrupted too. So there was, when I, I was in organizations that don't even exist anymore because they've defunct, they've, you know, all the money was stolen, you know? So There was a lot of that which got people not really trusting, like, well, why am I going to pay all this money? A, I'm not getting what I thought there was, and B, somebody could take the money. So now that we're back to 2020, I feel like there's less associations, which means that there's a higher caliber. Some of the ones that kind of have been around for a while are now still there, and people go, wow, okay, it's just still there. It's still, I think that might be a surge. Yeah. Yeah, there there is something there, there is something to be said. I mean, uh, the IWCA, for instance, this this year, thirty one years, right? Um, just the tenure kind of says uh, something's you know something's needed there. Just to have that span. Um, PWNA, I think similar. I mean, I think that's it's been around a long time as well. Um, but 
the the one thing that I think too has happened, and we've talked other times about this, but I think that the uh, the orgs and they're not they're to be blamed as well because I've been members of them and and, and a certain period of time they served a purpose. It was kind of like a, a good old club where you went once a year and you met with guys and you got to talk and and sometimes it was from you you were willing to share and they were willing to teach because they were clear over there and you're over here and you're in different markets. Yeah. Then the the forums come up and then the social media comes up and and it seemed like the education that maybe you were receiving from either either networking or the education itself that they were producing could be maybe gotten in another way. And so the associations kind of lost their way just a little bit, but then they got it figured out. They're figuring out, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're the educators. We're the ones that have yeah. to put out the content and, and educate and this and that. And both those orgs, for instance, have come back around to the education side and are putting out content. They're doing stuff. They're, and I think people notice it. And because of the tenure then, of the 30-some years in business and all these guys, and, and some of them that are in these orgs are pretty established guys, right? I mean, they run legit businesses. Um, people are gravitating to it because like, oh, they're educating and they're, the track record is there and this just makes sense. I don't have to worry about whether these, these guys know what they're talking about or not. I think they do. Yeah, it's not as watered down. I feel like where the internet itself, you know, every single day, 10 new window washers or pressure washers are making videos. There's new people you're like, I've never even seen or heard of that person. They're making this video, you know? So I think that with information, people are looking for a place to find information that's not watered down, that is almost a consensus information. And that's really where those orgs really come in. And you have to understand that orgs have elected boards for the most part. And it's just like anything, uh, if you get somebody in that runs it a different direction, then maybe you could drop in membership or raise in membership. And they're doing this too. They're trying to find uh, their place, like you said. And yeah. It can really go either way. Right. One of the things too, let's talk about is um, there are different orgs and some people may not understand this, but um, there are, and a couple that the ones that have had the longest 10 years are non-for-profit orgs. And it's interesting because those orgs do carry some weight um, when you start talking to um, what we need an org really for, I mean, and people may not recognize this, but there are a lot of things that happen that get shoved down from uh, compliance agencies, federal compliance agencies, whatever, that affect our business. It affects what, how we yeah. do things. And so those orgs, unbeknownst to a lot of people, because I've heard people say, why would I give you know, $199 a year to the IWCA? I, it ain't going to help my business. Yeah. Uh, you could make that however you wanted, but to say that, it, that the IWCA hasn't affected every single one of our businesses in some way would be a lie. Because yeah. the way we do things, the, the, the way OSHA looks at us, the, you know, all these things were helped shaped by these orgs. And um, so for that very purpose alone, because they're dealing with the compliance agencies up on this level as non-for-profits, and it's worth it to me to give a hundred bucks or whatever it is, a hundred, 200 bucks a year to an org that is working in our industry. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people see, because there is so much free con content out there. A lot of people say that whole, well, what am I paying for? What am I getting for my money? 
you know, and if you can't answer that for yourself, then those are the people who aren't in organizations. You know, if somebody gets it, like you said, it's like, well, the compliance, the the backside, the safety side, the all that, that's what I'm paying for. Then those are the people that are in the in the organization. So yeah, a lot of it's just what's in it for me. Yeah. And and I, I'll honestly say I, I've been a member of a bunch of them through the years. And um I can say I've never not gotten my membership fee out of an org. Yeah. And, and it may not come from the org direct. Maybe I showed up at a show and I got to meet you, Josh. And so now, you know, 20, <laughs> Changed years, your life. 20 years later, we're, well, we're doing podcasts together. Who would have known when we first met at Gary Maurer's picnic, I don't even know how many years ago, <laughs> that we'd be shooting yeah. podcasts today, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, so was that worth the hundred bucks that Gary charged to go to that thing? I mean, yeah, invaluable at this point. Yeah. Looking back at it. It's like, wow, that hundred bucks paid for itself, like, you know, 19,000 times over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And there's a George Aguilar, uh, who I believe is actually part of the IWCA. uh, He said something interesting. This has got to be 10, maybe 10 years ago, something like that. But he used to go to everything. And I always was like, well, you got to spend so much money just doing all of this stuff. And he goes, this is my college. Like people go to college because they want to be something. I know what I'm going to be. That's why I spend money in my education is because this is my college. And it stuck with me. That's really what this stuff is, is if somebody's paying to be part of an org, like you said, or going to Gary's picnic or, or doing all of that stuff, it's because they're learning and it's their college. They're paying for themselves to be smarter, their company to be that much farther ahead, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so the, um, the orgs that are out there <coughs> right now, I'm, I... I really think they're serving a purpose there. They are putting out some really quality education. Um, they are, there, there are some things that you just can't learn or you can't decipher online. Um, we're a pretty hands-on business, right? And so to get to go to a trade show or something and actually feel the tools versus picking up a catalog that any of the suppliers, WC or anybody, you know, offers are online. It's like, yeah, yeah that, it looks cool and everything, but I, I don't know. I mean, I can't feel it. I can't touch it. Yeah. And these shows help, uh, help you, you know, do that. You get to see and feel. That, that's a crazy thing about our industry, too, is like every day I sell multiple thousand dollar systems to people who have never seen that system. They've never, you know, they've never experienced the system. They've never used the system. And none of that. But they're like, yeah, I've seen it. I heard good things. Let's buy it. That's pretty, like, would you go buy a car you just saw online? Like, it's very hard, but that's kind of where we're moving into. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's so much benefit to it. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, I I know I've walked up before, like I'm out of the, I don't clean at all right now. Right. And I'll I'll show up at one of these pressure washing conventions and there's like this $25,000 trailer sitting there. And as I walk up to it, (laughs) I'm almost like, I need this. Yeah. It's so cool. It does this and this. And I'm like, I'm not even in the business. Get away from it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And I remember my first show uh, was IWC. Before anything was out there, before I knew anybody in the entire industry, I had to spend weeks convincing my wife that I was going to get a plane ticket and fly out there. I couldn't believe I was doing it. I was, I was sitting on the plane flying to this convention. I'm like, I can't believe that I just spent like hundreds of dollars to just go. But after that show, I tried to do like everything that I could possibly do in my business. I just learned how valuable that stuff is. So. Yeah. You have to do it to realize where the benefit is. Yeah. And I'm going to say this too about it just to, to give them both plugs. But I know for a fact that there are more 
millionaires in the IWCA and the PWNA than there are in any, I mean, outside of the orbs, right? They're, they're there. And they're, they're, you know, for whatever reason, I, you know, I know why it all came together on the one side, but if you, if you're truly trying to take your business, you want to run 40 guys, you want to run 50 guys, you want to run 80 guys, those guys are in those orcs. Yeah. And so it, it really begs the question, why? So these guys are, are they're already established. They're already the, um, the big guy. They're, they're already where most of us want to go. And yet they're there. Yeah. That's, that's know something ponder on a little bit it? because it's like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> they already got it all figured out and they're there. So they still recognize some value. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I think too, this, this sounds as cliche as it is, but just saying that you're part of an organization or putting it on your, your website, you know, it's accreditations in general that really show that you care about your industry as much as you just work in your industry. It's like, you know, going through one of your safety trainings, like, that shows that you're a different caliber person than the people who just don't care. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I, I, I always, you know, I, the guys that I would talk on the forums or whatever, that was one thing, but I always wanted to associate with the guys that were where I wanted to be. Yeah. So, and at some of these orgs to be able to sit down for 10 minutes, 15 minutes with a guy that's running 80 guys. It's like, just think about that for a minute. 80 guys you're running out in the morning. 80 people show up at your door and want work orders. There's a process there. There's things. I mean, if you can't learn from that, and if that's not worth 200 bucks, I don't know what to tell you. Because yeah. no matter where you're at in your business, there's something to be learned from that guy. Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's so many aspects to it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's it is interesting. It's interesting the 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 resurgence. Uh, the IWCA is getting ready to have their convention. I'm hearing they've got record numbers this year. Their their membership is way up. Um, TWNA also uh, has, has had good years over the last couple of years and the resurgence as well. So it it is just kind of interesting. They did go through a lull, and maybe it is like you say. Maybe it's leadership is you know leadership's driving something, so the members follow and then it'll dip back down. But uh, and, and by prefacing that. To CYA here, I don't know who the, the the presidents were in the IWCA and the PWNA. Like I, I don't, I'm not specifically talking about any one person, but just like a presidency in the United States, as new members come on, things can change. So don't 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 take me as uh, yeah. <laughs> bashing any one person. I, no, no, no. And and yeah. and two, it, it can be just it can be topically, right? It can be you know some years. I, I remember in the IWCA there were some years that just like nothing was really going on, and so there's yeah. just kind of a law act. Like oh, okay. And then there's other years where, you know, the 300 foot rule is under attack. And so everybody's like, whoosh, because yeah. we all want to be able to have a part of that. And so, yeah. um, you know, it's, it, uh, I think, I think topically things can kind of sway one way or the other as well. Oh, yeah. And in and those wall be, years, you might look at it and say, well, they're really not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to be relevant. I always say like McDonald's, like everybody. Everybody that's two years old and older in the U.S. knows what McDonald's is, even if you eat there or not. But yet, they're still on billboards, radio, TV, newspapers, magazine, because they have to stay relevant. They have to stay there in the front forefront of your brain. Sometimes when these orgs get comfortable, they go, oh, we're doing great. And then you don't hear from them for two years, and they stop doing great. And it's because they just didn't stay in front of people. You know, it's, 
there is the, in the media world that we live in, getting the content out there and staying relevant is, is huge. It's, it's the difference between success and not. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is, like I said, it's interesting because they, they've kind of, you can, you can see the progress over the last couple of years, they've kind of started to figure it out yeah. and they have money. I mean, they, they're, they're able to do things. And so once they got figured out, I think that, Hey, you're behind the times because you know, some, some internet jockey can do this or this or this or could put out information. They're like, Oh no, 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 no. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> it's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, I always think about the, the electric cars, you know, Tesla's done a really good job for a while and it was really inventive and it was like, wow, da, 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 da. but eventually Ford's going to go, no, 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 no. We're, we're, if, if there's a market there, we're coming in this game. So yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you're not, you're not just going to be the, uh, and they have the, the power to do it. So, yeah, um, yeah, it, it is interesting. I know you, you do hear a lot of people um, uh, that say, you know, I, I want nothing to do with them. You know, I don't want nothing to do with trade associations. I don't want to go. I don't care. Um, but uh, what would you say to those people? Would you say try it out or say, yeah, just, well, you don't need them? Well, the only reason that anybody knows anything if something's for them or not is because they've tried them out or they've done enough research to really know. So give it a fair shot beforehand, but everything isn't for everyone. Like sometimes somebody says it's not for them. It may not actually be for them. Everybody's business is different. It's like a certain type of squeegee or a certain type of pressure washer may not work for everybody, but you have to try it. You have to get your hands on it. You have to see what it's really about to realize if it works specifically for you because Nobody else is you. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. So give it a shot. See if it's for you. It's not for you. But uh, there's certainly some great trade associations out there. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan, uh, obviously, with my affiliations of the nonprofit organizations. Um, not that the others don't do some good stuff. They do. And um, But just on the big picture of, you know, complientarian regulation and things like that, that's kind of where my focus is. And um, yeah. I think they're both doing a great job. And, uh, you know, if, if you're not supporting them and you, you kind of want to have a say and in, in what those directions are, then uh, be involved, get involved with them. And it, again, if you can't, if you can't go to even once a year, go to the annual meeting and get $199 of information back out. I don't know. I say shame on you. <laughs> yeah, you have to open yourself up to learn. I always say like at any of these shows and stuff, you see those guys that stand in the corner. They don't talk to anybody and then they leave and they go, well, that show wasn't good. I knew all that stuff. Well, you didn't actively learn. You didn't actually chase down the information. And if you don't talk to people and you don't get, go actively find the information, it's not always going to find you. Right. And you do have to find it because, I mean, think about it. Our pressure washing, window cleaning, does really that much change in a year? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so you, yeah. and it's a tough job for, uh, I mean, you guys know this at the huge convention, right? Every year you've got to reinvent yourself and don't dare duplicate it. Cause otherwise we've heard it last year, yeah. but then the new guy that's, this has never been before. He wants the experience that everybody else had. So you want some duplication. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's, it's, <laughs> it's way tougher than anybody could even possibly imagine and the, the, the amount of cogs that have to go together to put this stuff together. So, and that's why a lot of these two at the organizations that they pop up and then disappear. It's, they don't realize how much work they figure it's no work. And then they kind of find out the hard way, unfortunately. Yeah. And two, just to, to give credit where credit's due, um, the nonprofit orgs out there, those guys that are running that stuff, they're not making any money. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I was on the IWCA board for a while and you, you know, you have different events that you have to show up to. You've got, and if, mm-hmm. if you are dealing with a compliant agency or something else, that's going to add some events, all of that airfare, all those hotels, all those meetings, it's on you. Yeah. So they, they're footing the bill for that. And so that says something in and of itself. They, there's, that kind of talks about the caliber of person in those orgs because they got to have a little coin to be able to do that, right? I mean, you can't yeah. just, uh, you know, you got to have the money to be able to do that kind of stuff. And, and so, they genuinely want to make a difference if they're paying themselves, you know, they're paying for themselves to do this. They're not getting anything out of it. They're only giving. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're only, the only thing they're going to get out of it in their tenure on the board or tenure as president or whatever it is, is whatever change they've affected. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all they're getting. Yeah. And so, um, man, I, I really, I, I really give it to those guys. I mean, they, I, I know that, uh, that some of these, some of these events, um, you know, I, I know my work with the PWNA, we're getting ready to go. We're going to go to a different association, uh, convention in February. And, you know, we're all going, we're all going to spend a week away from our businesses and our lives and all this stuff to support an industry, you know, our, our industry at this other association. And it's just like, you know, I'm happy to do it, but I'm just saying it's real. I mean, it's, it is a real check that gets written when we go do those things. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, kudos to you guys that are on the boards and are, you know, fighting through it. And there's times it's not popular and you're not popular. And, you know, the org that you're representing isn't popular, but, uh, they stick through it year after year, both of them very tenured. And uh, I, I give it to them. Yeah, for sure. So what's our message today for uh, those that are listening? Trade associations are no. What's your personal opinion, Josh? Would you be a part of one? Uh, yeah, you have to find out if they're for you. And if they are for you, only you can make the decision. Yep. That's where I'm at too. Um, certainly if it's not for you, then don't, and, and don't waste anybody else's time either. But, uh, yeah, for me, definitely. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, there's several of them out there. So figure out which one works for you and, and get involved. Josh, we appreciate you talking about this subject. Trade association is a hot one uh, right now. And, uh, we always appreciate your input and the things that you're seeing in the industry. Thanks for being on board with us today. Definitely. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, feel free to subscribe and also leave a review. And you can read us anytime at awcmag.com.